Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live a more empowered life through sharing my tips, my guidance, and my experiences on health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and hopefully we'll have some laughs along the way too. Any questions that you have about anything I talk about in the upcoming episodes, you can reach me over on Instagram at underscore em.powered. Thank you so much for giving me your time to listen today. I am super grateful and so glad you are here and I hope you enjoy the upcoming episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the Mission and Power podcast and today's episode is all about gym confidence, gym tips for beginners, getting ourselves in the gym and some little hacks that I like to give to all of my one-to-one team when we're getting them in the gym. And today I'm going to give them to you as well. So firstly, if you're listening to this, either you've just joined the gym, actually you might be a regular gym goer or you're thinking about it and whichever category you fall into, buzzing for you, well done you because the gym is such an amazing thing to have as part of your life, not just for results, but for mental health, for socializing, for confidence building. So yeah, well done. That is just my little opener. Like, good for you. Um, okay, so we're going to go through points of little hacks that I said that I'm going to give and sort of like little, I don't know, I've put, I've put Secret Life of a Gym Instructor here because little hacks. So I've worked in the gym, just a bit of background. It's where I started my fitness, my health and fitness career. I spoke about this before. So I used, I, I've always been into the gym. I've just been one of them annoying people that from the age of, I think I was like 13 or 14. As soon as I get in the gym, I was, okay? But I then started working at a gym when I was 15 or 16 as a cleaner to get all my gym qualifications. I then worked up the ranks. I was a, a gym instructor, a class instructor, studio coordinator, then a PT, and now I am team-empowered boss lady. So... Um, that that is my career in a nutshell, by the way. But yeah, so I've started the bottom. I've worked in shed loads of gyms. I've seen it all, and these are my hacks of how to have that gym confidence, them gym tips to get you in the gym feeling confident and living your best life while you're there. So, first thing I want to say is, I know you're nervous. I know going into a gym is intimidating, and even if you've been a member of a gym for years. Going into that resistance side of things, the weight training side of things, which is what we're specifically going to talk about today. And we're going to talk about why you shouldn't just be hammering the classes as well in a minute. But going into that can be intimidating. And the first thing I'm going to say is every person, and I, you know, I would put money on this, millions of money. Every person that either joins a new gym or for the first time goes to the gym feels their nerves, feels that anxiousness, feels that everyone's watching me mindset okay everyone does it and even me so I've just joined a new gym recently I moved gyms I needed a bit of a switch up and when I went to the gym I wouldn't say I was nervous right but I would definitely say I had new gym anxiety where you rock up and you're like oh god is it going to be big where is everything you know I don't really think oh god people are looking at me because I've worked in gyms before and I literally know everyone is there because they, they're bothered about themselves. But I definitely still get that gym anxiety. And bearing in mind, I'm 34, guys. I've worked in gyms since the age of 15. Let's do fast maths there. Is that like 19 years? That makes me feel shit old. Hang on. 
15, 25. Oh my God, is it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Okay, gross. Let's not, let's move on. Right. So I've worked in gym nearly 20 years, 15 years, 20 years. Wait, nearly 20 years. God, we've just covered that. And um, like I said, I've been through, been through all of it, seen it all. Totally lost my train of thought, by the way. So, and I still get it. So I joined a new gym, rocked up. And no, I've totally lost my train of thought. You're going to have to bear with me. Right, I'm just going to go to my notes. Sorry if I was making a point and then I got I got off on a tangent. Um, I am recording this again, not at my best time of day, 4pm in the afternoon, which is where my mouth decides not to work. So we're going to go straight in. So points today, gym confidence, let's go number one. So when I sign up to a new gym, or whenever my clients sign up to a new gym, my biggest piece of advice is, right, the first time that you go to that gym, don't go with the intention of smashing a workout. Your whole point of going when you sign up to the gym for the first session is, number one, suss out where the losing changing rooms are. Very important in case you need an emergency weight or poop. Um, It's really important that we know where they are. So go suss out where the losing changing rooms are. Get yourself on a piece of cardio that you can sit and you can have clear vision of the gym, of the resistance, and just embrace the environment. Have a little look around where things are. Have a little look what's going on. Take it all in and then go home. I promise you, if you do this for the first one, you know, maybe even the first week of joining that gym, just get yourself into the habit, the routine of going to the gym, knowing where the changing rooms are, taking in the environment. This is massively going to increase your confidence when it does come to execute your plan and the resistance training side of things. So don't overwhelm yourself by thinking, oh my God, I've signed up to the gym, all guns blazing, go, okay? Just go, have a little look around, get yourself on cardio, go home, embrace the environment. That is number one. And again, full transparency from me, guys. When I joined the gym last Monday, I went, found out where the loos were, walked around the gym, went on the Stairmaster for 10 minutes, took in the atmosphere, and then I went home. Because I was like, right, okay, when I go tomorrow, I know where this is, I know where that is. I know how to, you know, get in and all, all of that. So yeah, that's exactly what I did. And it's what I advise for all of you guys to do as well. So number two, having a plan. Okay, so we're going to talk about plans later on. But simple, 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 have a plan when you are going to the gym. Okay, so not only is this going to give you purpose of going to the gym, because trust me, anybody who goes to the gym and just goes, I'm just going to do what I feel like doesn't make the best progress. It's not how it works. Okay, so having a plan like, okay, today, and it can be a simple plan, I'm going to train upper body. It doesn't even have to be set exercises at the beginning, but I'm going to train upper body or I'm going to train lower body. I'm going to train full body, whatever. Not only is that going to give you purpose, it's also going to help you navigating around the gym. So you've already been in the gym. You've sussed out where everything is. Your now purpose is to find the upper body machines and just do that. But not having a plan, I promise you, is going to set you up for if you're on the way to the gym and your mate calls you and says, hey, honey, you want to, you know, go for a cup of tea? You're like, oh, my God, yeah. Because you haven't got a plan. You haven't really got a purpose to go to the gym. You're just going because you think you should be going. Whereas if you've got a plan, you can be like, babes, I'll be around in half an hour. I'm just going to do a quick session at the gym. You probably need half more than half an hour. But you know what I mean? So number two, having a plan for purpose and ease of navigation that when you attend, when you arrive at the gym, bosh, I know what I'm doing. And I'm in and out, okay? Rather than just mooching around saying, oh, I'll just go on that because it's free. Or I'll just go on that because it's free. Or I'm just going to go on the bike because I don't, I don't really have a plan. So, yeah, I'm just going to sit on the bike for 20 minutes. Um, okay, so number two. Oh, this is 2B. So, as I said, having a plan, 
of the resistance training section is really going to help you and help with your navigation. But number two, and again, I'm going to apologize in advance because I don't mean to upset anyone, but the truth hurts sometimes. So if you're a member of a gym and you are wanting physical results, you want to see increased muscle tone, you want to see increased strength, you want to, you want to, you know, track your progress and you're just doing classes, girl, you are doing yourself a huge disservice, okay? So first of all, let's look at the positives. I used to be a class instructor. How funny is that? I, but, so from, again, from the age of 16, and, you know, I still teach classes now, but I know, I know the difference. So from the age of 16, right, off, I used to teach classes, right? And I used to love them. Great for socializing, get you super fit. Maybe you see a bit of fat loss, but that's about it. If you want to see strength improved, shape change, as in muscle tone, definition, you really need to be doing a resistance plan. You need to be in that resistance um, area. You need to be tracking your progress, pushing the weights each week, having enough rest to go into that next set to push it again. Classes. And then when I talk about classes, I'm talking about your hit, your spinning, your circuit, your body pump, your body attack, your aerobics. What other mad classes are there? Your zumbel, all stuff like that. Again, great for socializing, great for fitness, not the best for physique change. Okay. So if you are a member of a gym and you're just doing classes, you are miss you are leaving results on the table when it comes to physique. And also you're paying for the membership and not even getting the best out of it. So yeah, with 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 classes, if you are doing them, my biggest advice is, okay, let's say, let's say, right, we'll give it a couple of examples. If you're going to the gym three times a week and you're doing classes, right, but you want to see physique change, you've been doing them for years, nothing changes, okay? My biggest advice is just swap two of them out for two full body resistance and do one class. If you don't really like the classes, swap them all out for resistance and tag on some cardio on the end, okay? The other option is, if you go to classes and you love them, you literally love them, because by the way, I know how many people enjoy gym classes. I hear it all the time. I would just weigh up, what what, what are you doing it for? Because you will be getting benefits. It's movement. Of course you will be. But if you are going to classes, you just probably need to shift your expectations of this is why you're not seeing results, because you're not doing the t- right type of training, which is probably a whole other podcast we could go in. But the right type of training for, for the results you want to achieve when people say to me, but I do spinning five times a week, why aren't why aren't I losing weight on my legs? I'm like, oh my god, this is coming by the way from an absolute what I wink. I was gonna call myself an expert then. No, let's call myself a veteran spinner spin instructor, okay? I taught spin from the age of like 16 up until about 25, so like 10 years, okay? I used to pride myself on, you know, doing really hard classes, this, that, the other but did not for your legs. Great for fitness, guys. Great for fitness. But you aren't going to see shape change in your legs. And also, what was this thing people used to say? It used to give you bulky legs. No. It's it's totally different training. It's not going to do that. It's also not going to make you lose body fat either um, to a certain extent in the most efficient way, let's say. Okay? So if you're a class bunny and you're missing out on the gym, swap it out. I promise you the results are going to be much better for you to do so. But also, if you love the classes, you feel fit, you feel happy, you you go, girl, you do you. Okay, so number three. Oh, this is a good one. 
I just want to touch on unsolicited advice in the gym, okay? This is one that, unfortunately, is still a thing. Maybe not so much, but I've had it happen to me. A couple of my clients have had it happen. So basically, unsolicited advice of when you're in the gym doing an exercise and someone comes up to you and says, oh, do you know you shouldn't be doing it like that or you should be doing it like that? Now, again, I think this is few and far between. But my biggest advice, if someone comes up to you in the gym and you're training and you're you know, giving it your best shot and someone says to give you advice, honestly, as much as you want to tell them to F off, just keep you cool and just say, thanks for trying to help, but I'm okay. And say it with that tone. And by the way, again, this is from my experience. Can you imagine? And by the way, I knew exactly what I was doing. And also I knew I was doing it right. Someone came up to me in the gym and said, do you know that you should really stick your bum at one? Why are you looking at me bum? You perv. But anyway, you should really stick your bum out when you're, I can't even remember what exercise it was. No, you shouldn't. You should keep your core nice and tight. But by the by, and I turned around and can you imagine how hard it was for me girls not to say, listen, mate, I'm a coach. I know exactly what I'm doing. Not exactly. No one ever does. But I know what I'm doing. I know this is right. And why don't you just do one? I didn't say that. I just turned around and calmly said, probably a bit patronizing if I'm being honest. I said, Thank you so much for trying to help, but I'm okay. I don't need any advice. Thank you, though. And swear he just, like, looks at me and dirty look and walks off. Not bad. But anyway, so keep you cool, okay? Some people, as we all know, guys and girls, some people just like the sound of their own voice. They don't understand personal space, and they just say things that you think, why are you saying that, you weird human? So if anyone does ever say that to you in the gym, keep you cool and just use who you if you've got a coach you should be recording it send it to your coach and they'll give you the right advice but i promise you no one ever executes a exercise perfectly in the gym there's always room for improvement so if you're in the gym thinking i don't want to do that exercise I don't really know what i'm doing don't worry because I'm, i guarantee yeah the majority of people around you needs improving on their exercise as well so that's a really big point to try and remember um and the second thing is Again, this is just from my gym instructor previously. If a gym instructor or PT comes up to you and says, oh, can I help you with this exercise? Don't be mean to them because secret life of gym instructor, we get given targets or we used to anyway to speak to a certain amount of members in the when you're working on the gym floor. Um, and you did have to, used to go to people and just say, can I help you with this? Can I do that with you? So if a gym instructor or PT comes up and, and says, can I give you advice? Maybe just say, yeah, sure, listen to them and then move on. Or if you haven't got time and just want to crack on, just say, actually, I'm just really busy, you know. So, uh, no, I'll, I'll crack on, thank you. But, yeah, secret life of a gym instructor, we do get targets. So if the gym instructor's looking at you, smiling at you, um, it's probably not because they fancy Yeah, sorry. Maybe they do, though. Um, It's probably because they're just thinking, oh, God, I really need to speak to someone. <laughs> and they're probably looking for that window to come over. Okay, big, big, big one next, guys is the cloak of confidence. Love this saying. I love this. I use this with all my clients. So like I said at the beginning, everybody, myself included, gets a bit nervous, a bit anxious going into a new gym or even just any gym. Um, you can get that anxiousness when you first start and before, while you get into grips of it. So my biggest advice is before you go into the gym, right, imagine that you've got a cloak of confidence. You know, like that Harry Potter cloak he puts on, the invisibility cloak. It's like that, but it's of confidence, okay? 
And my favorite saying, fake it till you make it, comes into play. So you put on your cloak of confidence and you're thinking, oh my God, I'm going into the gym. I'm going to do my workout. I'm not 100% sure I even know what I'm doing, but I'm going to fake it anyway. Because I guarantee you, when you go in the gym and you look at people doing exercises and you think, God, they look, they really know what they look like they're doing. They don't. They just think they do. I promise you, because I'm a member of two gyms and I see it. I see people and I think they're doing that wrong. But they look so good doing it. I'm like, okay, you do you, hon. Yeah? And that, that's just my coaching eye. Not my judgy eye. But I could just say, like, they could improve on that. But that's my coaching eye. Um, But I just think they look great doing it. No one would even know. And that's what that's the attitude that you've got to have, is that before you go in the gym, I am going to go in, I am going to rock this. I know exactly what I'm doing on my workout. And cloak of confidence is on. Fake it till you make it. And the more you put out this energy of, I know what I'm doing, like... That is the more energy you're going to soak up, I promise you. So, cloak of confidence goes on. And honestly, this is why it's important to know where the lose are. Because when you go in the gym, you go in the gym, you go to live, and you'll be like, right, I'm ready to go. Cloak of confidence on, out on the floor. Out on the floor, like, strictly come dancing. But no, out on the air, out on the gym floor, find a machine that you're using. Bosh, here we go. And once you do that, once you complete that first exercise with confidence, I promise you it will lead on to the next one's feeling pretty good as well. So that was number six, cloak confidence. No, that was number four. Sorry, we've got five more to go and not a lot of time to do this. Right, next one. Remember, everyone in the gym is there to better themselves. Nobody cares about you. Uh, not in life in general obviously i care about yeah thanks for listening please don't turn off but it just mean when you're in the gym this is such a big fear that everyone is looking at me everyone is judging me people are thinking i'm doing it wrong no they don't no one gives a shit everyone is in the gym because they're going to bet they, they're there to better themselves i promise you they're there to better themselves in their physique their mental health their fitness their rehabilitation whatever it is that they are there to improve on that is why they are there. They are not there to judge other people. And, you know, logically, if we do step out ourselves and think, hang on, logically, let me think, are people really that asked about me doing a squat? That's slightly wrong. Who Who was who that affecting? No. Like, so why, why am I stressed about it? You know? So just remember that everyone is in their own little world in the gym. They are there trying to better themselves. They are their number one priority, not what you're doing. And so it's really important you put that pause in. If you are doing an exercise and you are not fully confident, which is going to tie into the next point, the first thing I want you to do is just pause and think, well, actually, I'm going to put on my cloak of confidence. I'm going to give my best bloody shot. And that's it. That's all I'm doing. I'm here to better myself because that is what everyone else is thinking. I promise you. Okay. So number five, everyone is here to better themselves. No one cares what you're doing or cares about you or is judging you. And if they are judgy little fuckers, that's their problem. What a, what a horrible negative way to think about things if you're a judgy person, okay? And if you're listening to this and you're a gym goer and you judge others, shame on you. Okay, moving on. Number six, like I just said, if you're struggling with an exercise, there are two things that I recommend you do in the gym. So number one is ask for help. Now, if you are, you know, working with a coach at the moment or you're on a program, please make sure you are recording your exercises. Again, this is someone I'm so hot on with my clients and where the PT side comes in with my coaching. 
Yes, they get nutrition. Yes, they get habits. Yes, they get a plan. They also get told to record their exercises each week to send back to me so I can check on their form. Again, this increases your gym confidence because you're getting advice back of how to make it better. So again, you go in, you make it better. Um, like I said, ask for help. So if you've got a coach, perfect. If you haven't got a coach, that is why gym instructors work in a gym to help you. Again, I know it can take a bit more confidence to go up to someone and say, can you help me with this? Or am I doing this right? But it is the best thing rather than you continuously struggle with that exercise, go and ask for help. If you haven't got that confidence, this is what I recommend you to do. So you're in the gym, you're doing a chest press, but you're thinking it's feeling a bit weird. Is it right? What I want you to do is record yourself doing it on your phone. And then when you get home that night, put in on YouTube, bench press or chest press and compare your video to the video on YouTube and see how far off you are doing it, okay? Use, if you haven't got a coach to use, use Instagram, use Google to improve your knowledge. Don't continue to struggle, girls, okay? Because again, just continuing to struggle, it's just gonna have a bit of a negative impact on your mindset of, I'm not doing this right, I'm not confident. Be proactive and ask someone for help or, you know, dig a little bit deeper um, and go into Google and look for how to deadlift, you know. Actually, I've got I've got loads of exercise things on my Instagram. Go and have a little look at them. Um, okay, so ask for help if you're struggling. We've got three more to go. We've got 10 minutes left. Let's do this. Number seven. Number seven and number two are very similar. So number two was get a plan. Just have a plan, have a purpose. Number seven, we're going to go a little bit deeper into that. So Number seven is stop chopping and changing your workouts, okay? Don't rock into the gym and think, right, I'm just going to go on whatever's free. You know, I'm just going to do it till I feel tired, okay? This is why you're not seeing progress. This is why I speak to people and they say, I've been going to the gym for six months and it didn't work for me because I find out, well, what was your plan when you went to the gym? I didn't have one. Right, okay, what were you doing? Well, I just used to go on whatever machines were free. Right, okay, perfect. We found the answer because resistance training, strength training, it works for everyone. There isn't anomalies, okay? Nobody human is a scientific freak of nature that resistance training doesn't improve strength or shape change for them, okay? So stop chopping and change your workouts. You want to be doing two things, okay? So the first thing, you want to be doing something called progressive overload. Now, again, this is where my coaching side really comes into it because I will do this for you and explain a little bit more. But in a really simple term, with progressive overload, it's where you repeat the same exercises. But every time you do these exercises, you want to be making it a little bit more difficult or accomplishing a little bit more. So that may mean if you were doing a chest press with eight kilogram dumbbells either side for 10 reps, the next time you for three sets for 10 reps or whatever the next time you go into that workout you want to try and either up that weight maybe to nine kilograms for the three sets of 10 reps or you want to do the eight kilograms but you want to do three sets of 12 reps or you know you might add another set in on the end so you'll do eight kilograms three sets four sets but what you're trying to do is progressive progressively overload your body to then adapt to that exercise so basically what that means is when we do progressive overload what happens is your muscle fibers tear down they then rebuild and they adapt and that's how shape change comes over time because you're giving your body a chance to repeat the same exercises and then adapt to that exercise by chopping and changing 
your body doesn't really have a chance to get better at that certain exercise because we might not do it again for three or four weeks. And if again, if we're just doing it in a, you know, if we're doing completely different styles of training, so one week we just do really high reps, the next week we just do three exercises at really low reps, like we've got no consistency. And as we know, consistency is key in everything. So when it comes to fat loss and nutrition, being consistently in your calorie deficit is what works. And it's the same with the gym. Being consistent on progressive overload and tracking your progress, pushing your weights, pushing your reps, pushing your sets. But you want to be doing it and giving your chance to adapt to certain exercises. So like I said, repeating workouts. So this could be, say you go to the gym three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday, you have five exercises. You do them same five exercises every Monday. The same on Wednesday. Wednesday, you have five exercises. You do them, you do them exercises every Wednesday. Same on the Friday. You track your progress. You write down what your exercises are, how many reps, how many sets you've done. And you then can see that you're pushing yourself to carry on. And this, so this is quite a big one. And this is where it can feel a little bit overwhelming. But honestly, it can be so simple. You can even strip it back and say, right, okay, I'm going to do the same workout three times a week. And I'm going to do that for six weeks. It might get boring, but guess what? The boring stuff works. The same as fat loss, guys. The boring stuff works, okay? Drink your water, do your steps, be in a calorie deficit, be consistent. It gets boring because we get used to it. But when we get used to it is when we adapt to it and it becomes a habit. And the same with exercise. The staple staple exercises work. As long as we're continuously pushing to go heavier or increase our reps or get better at technique, your body's then going to adapt to them exercises and that's where we're going to start to see that progress. So number seven, stop chopping and changing and using whatever's free. Get yourself a plan, repeat the plan, get better at the plan. That's where you're going to get your workouts, okay? Stop wasting your energy and effort and time going into the gym and doing completely different things, not tracking anything, because again, it really that's where you're going to feel deflated because you're not going to see results and you're going to quit. So get a plan, girls. Repeat the plan. Get better at the plan. I promise you it's going to work. All right. So a couple of things to wrap up. Um, Less about going to the gym, but more about what the gym does and doesn't. So just remember, the gym does not equal fat loss, okay? And hopefully you haven't got through this podcast and you're like, what? Just remember that the gym can help towards fat loss and shape change, but it isn't the be all and end all. You've probably all heard you can't out train a bad diet, right? And it's it's true. Like if you're going to the gym and not seeing results and you want fat loss and you want shape change, it's not the gym, it's not the exercises you need to look at. It's the nutrition, it's your daily movement, your step counts, it's your water intake, it's your sleep, it's your stress. Them fundamentals are still the fundamentals of fat loss. But going to the gym and having big output and progressive overload and adaptation and pushing your weight and having that plan, that is just going to rocket your results, okay? It's going to make them better. Not only are you going to see better results, but you're going to feel better. You're going to feel stronger. You're going to, you know you're going to have this little sanctuary that you go to where it's going to help with stress relief, okay? So the gym is amazing, but it is not the be-all and end-all for fat loss, okay? So just remember that. Okay, the last point I'm going to make 
is sort of a summary of what we've just gone through because this is quite a big podcast and if you have got any questions or you know feel like I've not explained something properly please just come and ask me on Instagram okay drop me a message I'll be happy to answer it but the last point I want to make is I personally think everyone should be in some sort of gym environment not for fat loss well if your goal is fat loss for sure but the gym is so powerful for mental health, for fitness, for rehabilitation, for improved posture, for lowering stress levels, for socializing. Like the gym is such a great place to be. And, you know, my sort of mission now is to really start pushing people to get into that gym environment because it has so many benefits as well as helping with physique, just mentally and and just you know, physical health, emotional health, it just really helps with that. And everyone deserves to be in the gym. The gym isn't just for fit people in inverted commas, okay? It's not just for people who are in shape, okay? They are only a minority of people that use that gym. So when you are in the gym, I want you to go in and be laser focused of why you're there. The majority of sessions might be physique based, but honestly, sometimes I go to the gym and I'm like, you know what? Today is a mental health workout. I am just going to go through my workout to the best of my ability. I'm not feeling 100%, but I always feel better after I leave. Always. Mentally, always. And that's okay because sometimes the gym is more than just a physique place to go. It's to relieve stress. Like I said, it's to improve fitness. It's to get away from work it's to have that relief of a stressful day that's what we can use them for and every person deserves to be in the gym so if you're in the gym and you see someone lying on a mat breathing don't be judgy don't look at them and think oh they're not doing anything okay we don't know what's going on with them and the same vice versa to you nobody is going to be looking at you thinking oh she's just doing whatever you know sitting on the bike or whatever like you deserve to be there but I honestly feel like the gym is such a powerful place and hopefully this podcast today has given you a bit of confidence and some some little hacks and wins to get yourself in the gym and to take that leap and think yes I'm gonna do it I want to feel fitter I want to see better results I want to you know, have that sanctuary where I can go for me and have me time that is the whole purpose of this podcast so as always, guys, I am going to wrap up because my 20-second countdown to shut up has just come on. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I really do appreciate you listening to it. If you have got any questions on the gym, on anything I've spoke about, please drop me a message over on Instagram at underscore em.powered. And again, go get, go get in that gym, girl. Let me know if this helped or inspired you. And I will catch you next time. Have the best day. And yeah, peace out, baby. <laughs>